life, love, relationships, music, art. This is Just Real Talk with your girl, DJ Lady What's up, family? It's your girl, DJ Lady B. And um, welcome to the first episode of Just Real Talk Season 2. It's been a long time coming. I apologize if it took this long, but I'm glad that. I'm not going to say I'm glad the coronavirus is giving us a chance to like be more creative, but for me, it's giving me like a week to do nothing but bullshit, and then it's giving me um, a chance to be creative with my photography, with video editing, with DJing live. This week coming up, I got some really cool stuff going on. I'm going to unbox the new iPad Pro 12.9. It's literally been sitting in the box. But I have a special guest with me today. Um, the owner of the Pretty Minds Makeup, the beauty brand. Also um, a psychological entrepreneur that does a lot with um, beauty and black women brands. So give it up for Deej, the beauty. Um, definitely a really cool entrepreneur. Come and shout it out. Hey you guys, um, this is going to be Deej, better known as Deej the Beauty, and yes, I'm an entrepreneur and someone who's dealing with like mental health and then beauty and you know how it has a psychological effect on ourselves and our self-esteem as women, And but I just wanted to, you know, shed some light to that. And maybe one day we'll be on your podcast uh, as you grow your business. So um, today's topic is When Friends Become Enemies, the first episode of uh, Just Real Talk Season 2, Episode 1. Um, as you know, Season 1 was two years ago, and it was um, impact on my dating life and how weird it was to be a non, well, I guess a millennial or the cusp of millennial, whatever you call it. And um, trying to understand and love yourself to be better for the next person that comes in your life. So that was pretty cool. So Deej, tell me um, about kind of what you know about Just Real Talk and what got you interested in coming on the show and uh, talking about this topic. Well, of course, uh, I know B, we've been, you know, talking and hanging for a while now. And so, of course, just believing in her vision and her passion and, you know, being on a podcast, I always wanted to do that. So that was something interesting for me to, you know, kind of check off my bucket list and say, okay, I did it. Do you see yourself, like, doing a podcast on your own? Honestly, I don't. I hate the sound of my voice. And so I'm interested to see and hear how I sound on audio. I think a lot of people, um, they say, oh, B, your voice is calming. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you'll start to realize that, like, your voice in the monitor sounds a little bit different than it actually sounds once I edit and um, get everything looking good. So let's talk about the topic at hand when friends become enemies. What do you have... um, like this for me, this has really been it's hit home recently um, because, you know, people are really crazy. And um, a lot of times you can have friends, especially myself. Um, when I was growing up as a kid, you know, I was like the nerdy, chunky one. Right. And then I was always once I got into high school, very popular because I didn't pick sides. I was always very neutral with everyone and had that like bubbly personality. But it wasn't until like I became like confident in myself where you get friends that become enemies because of the things you do. You know, I have a a, a model that I'm never satisfied and I always am driving for more. And sometimes it can be where friends become enemies because they think that you think that you're better than everyone else when you're not even paying anyone else any attention. You're going after your goals. Um, But I also get the whole like friends have become you know, infatuated, not in a negative way, but like crushy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
the reactions of that. They won't tell you, but it becomes awkward and weird. And then you have to pick whether to let that friend go or how do you have that conversation? Like, what has it been for you um, when friends become enemies? Like, how do you deal with that? Because I know that you being the attractive woman you are, um, that you've had a lot of, whether it's male or female friends that were cool that became enemies. How do you tackle that? What would you, you know? First and foremost, I would like to say I don't have any enemies. That you know of, because we're, we're, you know, it's it's a dirty world. I I don't want to project that negative energy upon my life and what I have going on. So that's negative to think about. And so I don't want to even have that bubble. However, you know, like you say, instances in which people become crushy and things become just a little bit too much than you thought they would be. This I don't know. It's a crazy world, and it's not cliche when women say, "Oh, I like to hang out with guys more than girls." Because honestly, girls are catty and jealous, and and it's so. And everyone is I, not like that. Please, please quote me on that. Okay, so before we move forward, because you can't just, like, give me an answer that, like, opens the door and closes it because it is a podcast. Um, When you say that girls are jealous and catty and, you know, but you also open the statement with, I have no enemies. How how do you make a statement saying that girls are jealous and catty and you're aware of that fact, but you don't have enemies? You don't have not one person that you've had as a friend in the past that is not your friend now because of the choices. You remember the life game that we played? Mm-hmm. Everyone gets a choice in the path in life. And depending on the choice you make, you know what I'm saying, that is what happens. So if someone sees you one and up, you know, they become enemies and don't know they're becoming your enemy, but it's just the way they react. Um, or, you know, I've had it happen recently, you know, meeting you, like, you have friends that thought that they were friends, and then they realized that they were not, and it became listen, enemies. Listen, listen. Listen, Linda. I don't see none of that. What I see is my vision and what I am and what I'm pursuing in my life. And for me to entertain the, even the thought of so I'm like, listen, I, I probably do. If the purge was to happen... It'd probably be some crazy people outside of my house that I would never have thought of. But do I want to think about that? No. But this is the topic of the podcast, so you have to talk about it as a hypothetical situation. (laughs) Hypothetically? So if you were walking around right now and and you get a text on your little phone and they say, you know what, is this DJ? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, you know what, I've I've been really annoyed lately. And we used to be friends, and I just want to tell you that, like, I don't like you because of how you carry yourself, and you think you're better than me. How would you react to that? And you can't give a cookie-cutter soft answer because that's not listen, reality. I, listen, hypothetically, if someone was to text me that, I would be a communicative person. First and foremost, who is this? I have no idea who this is and You don't why. think that's a little shady? What, that someone text me that? No, that she'd be like, who is this, first of all? 
Well, I, I who said that I would necessarily text that? Well, I'm now, just asking. Now you're asking for a, an exact text verbatim? Then no, no. This is, like I said yet again, repeat, this is a podcast. So we're looking at, to get juicy information and details on what you Listen, would do and how you like react. Like I said, I, I'm a communicative person. I will communicate. I would ask, like, who is this, you know, try to get an understanding of why they feel that way, you know, what did I do? And if I can agree and right my wrongs and say, okay, I understand, I apologize. But, I mean, here's my opinion, right? I think that it'll be shady as fuck for someone to reach out and text you because they've been sitting in the house thinking about their life with coronavirus and decided to be like, you know what? I'm about to text you because you really pissed me off and make my life hard. Now, let's twist it. Think about if you are living this doctor life. You're Dr. Deej, and you're all of a sudden on Love and Hip Hop on one of those shows, and somebody shows up to the release or the, you know, something you have going on and shows up to show out to make sure you know that they've been lurking in the corner and you do have an enemy. How is this something that, like, you will combat? Because for me, I get ghosts. You know what I'm saying? And and I'll share a scenario here and let you give me your two cents on it. But, you know, what would you do? Like, this is real talk because, no pun intended, it's the title of the podcast. But, you know, if you're sitting at home listening to this right now, if your loudspeakers, your HomePod, your headphones while you're in quarantine, like, you know, we watch Love and Hip Hop all the time. We watch Married to Hip Hop or whatever, Basketball Wives. And you have people like Nini's and all these, I don't have enemies, I have frenemies. Like, you have people that are smiling in your face like they're cool with you and be the first one to throw you under the bus. If you come up with some cookie cutter stuff, I'm about to... (laughs) I feel like, depending on the situation, I'm not really a combative person, especially if it's in public. I find that hard to believe in the past that you haven't been combative. If it's done with my brand, my business, and my name, and we're at an event too, I, I might have a security. Like, pull her out. Like, it's a vibe. How do you know it's going to be a her? You remember you the one that said all your friends were males. I You said it's easy said to be that. friends with I, males and I, women because they're that, catty. That was a hypothetical. For okay, so say it was a male. Say it was that. a male. Okay, and if it was a male, still, you would get security. Like, and then I would identify who this person is, whether I know you or not. And, again, communicate. You know, now, if I have to get rowdy, I will have to get rowdy. Now, have you ever had to get rowdy on a friend of me before in your past? Like, someone that's tried to test your gangster? Kind of, but I feel like my demeanor gives off that I'm not about no shit. So... People really don't try to try me. Has anyone tried you? Like back in the day, in my adult life now, maybe high school, 10 years ago. So you think like Megan is science, she made a comment recently saying that like she would not fight because her hair is expensive, her nails are expensive, her makeup is expensive, her eyelashes are expensive. But then we watch people in Love and Hip Hop and Black Ink Crew that fight. And they're worth more money than Megan Thee Stallion or damn near the same amount. Um, and they're, that's like, frenemies. They're all friends first. And now they're enemies. Like, when friends become enemies, like, we watch it so much on TV. I think that's just based upon a person. Again, I'm not really a combative person. If I have to fight, I will. But for me to allow someone to get me out of my character and 
you know, fuck you up. Like you really had to really, really mess with me to make me. Fuck so you, up. you you don't see yourself going Ari Linux like. Which is what? What does she do? Ari Linux. Yeah, she's like, I will hit you in your goddamn eye. Do you hear what she sound like? A white woman. <laughs> she would hit you now with a shoe and hop back in her car. And ride off. What are like, about? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, what do you feel about like, like we just watched um, Black King Crew, right? And Donna, Donna was just friends with miss kitty and the people their morals their life you see miss kitty didn't even she wasn't even trying to fight which i'm not trying to fight you listen at the end of the day bitch if i don't fuck with you i don't fuck with you and i'm not the type of person to leave a gap for you not to understand why i don't fuck with you because again i'm a communicative person so i didn't told you once and i didn't told you twice okay you're not my child, and I don't have no children, so I don't feel like I have to tell you three times. But see, this is different than what you were saying in the beginning. You were like, I'm not a competitive person. I don't have enemies. I'm okay. going to use my <laughs> psychology, and I'm going to be positive. <laughs> now you're like, bitch, I'm going to tell you why I don't fuck with you. And no, but that's if it has to get to that point. Again, the exterior is definitely psychological and communicative. Because you know who you sound like to me? Mm-hmm. You sound like Rudy. Shout out to Rudy. Um, Rudy, you know who you are. Rudy is a Gemini to the heart, right? He does not let anything penetrate his energy. And if he's not feeling it, he would just walk away from you. And he protects that energy. And you're kind of similar, you know what I'm saying? But it's one of those things that, like, so many people um, are truly his friends and understand, like, he's just not here for the negativity. Mm-hmm. And some of the people want to be his friend so bad that they don't understand when he's like, I'm not about to be, you know, tested. I'm not going to let you knock my energy off. That they take it as him being shady or being poopy. And it's just he does not want the negativity. And then those friends become enemies for no reason. I don't think he likes me. I don't think that. It's like, bruh, he has nothing to do with that. That's your insecurity. The fact that he doesn't want your negativity penetrating his wusa, like, I feel like this is the kind of person you are. Definitely, I am that type of person. You know, I don't want anyone to, you know, bring drama into my life. I'm at a different space and a different level in my life. To oh, so wait, 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 wait. That's so necessary. in the past, you've had a lot of drama. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not really fights and scuffles, of course, high school, childish things. I mean, 10 years ago, we're dig- digging up archive things at this point. Oh, no. I'm definitely not trying to open up Pandora's box. Some things are meant to be the past to be the past. Yeah, but, you know. It's good to know that people change. Of course. People I mean, can change. Yeah. People do change. People change Life when they want changes. to. Yeah. And that's just a cycle of things. Life changes when everyone else changes because you probably still have friends that you can remember back in high school or growing up that mm-hmm. still are the same, have the same mentality, the same drive, which is not the same drive. You can't have the same drive and goal and purpose and vision and make moves through your life. You have to change as life changes. Yeah, definitely, you know, people in high school that I know you know, typically still have the same mindset, but again, life changes and people changes. Those people have children, and I would think and presume that their mind set a change, whether it's 
go wives or children or whatever. And this is going to be, I guess, a little to the right. Do you feel like, because, you know, we come from two different territories of the world. Do you feel like if they haven't run into anyone that challenges their way they think or challenges or shows them anything new um, on how life could be, you know, that maybe the way they think about people, how, you know, oh, that used to be my friend, but then you went and bought a house and got married and I'm still living with my mom and they don't like you because they think you think you're better. Do you think it's people who are around them and push them to do things better? Definitely, you know, everything has a background or an environmental factor. So we also have to always think about that, you know, relationships, kinships, friendships, peers, all those things have an impact on life molding who we will become. And I also think it's based upon parenting as well and being able to instill that generational skill and wealth and of ambition and success. I mean, do you, what do you think about, like, because I've experienced this too um, with friends of mine when their siblings become enemies mm. or family members because of, you know, people have their own ideals. You can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. Like, mm. do you think that's the same thing? Do you apply the same filter that you do to outside friends, to family that decides to become enemies mm. because of how they think you are thinking. Because mm. a lot of people assume and don't ask, like, hey, do you like me or did you do that because of this mm -hmm. or did you say that because of that? I think definitely you have to apply the same filter and allow it to have that same boundary as well because family is going to be family. And like you said, you can't pick your family, you can pick your friends. So picking your friends... I would say it would be a little bit much easier to, you know, cut that person off or stop talking to them or, you know, hashing that out because it's an outsider to your bloodline. However, someone with your bloodline, it's just harder for you to let go because you do have that bond and that history and that same DNA. But applying the same filter, I think, will help. It'll help, like eliminate the issue mm -hmm. now my question to you is have you ever been that friend that became an enemy rather than the enemy being the the enemy of a friend like a friend doesn't like you and they become an enemy have you Deej went from being a friend to a, to someone's enemy by choice like I don't like you or something they do rubs you the wrong way and you're like I don't fuck with you and here's why but when I see say, you I don't really like the word enemy I don't know, I think it has a negative con connotation, and that's why I'm kind of, like, steering away from that. Okay. But have I been someone who was a friend and then turned around and said, okay, I don't like the way you're moving and you're annoying me? Definitely. What would cause someone to be uh, the enemy of Deej? Someone who is overly aggressive, non-communicative, Really? Rude. Okay. Yeah. That will annoy me more. But I feel like you're a second chance person. I feel like you give people plenty of opportunities because yeah. I've witnessed people that with those three characteristics that still move around you until you to got, this day right now until you. Oh, right you now. let me finish until just, you and 
until you got enough. Like, they got way too many passes. Way too many passes. And I would love to blame that on the ideals of being a doctor and understanding the psychological effect of the environmental factors and background information of the upbringing of the Wait, person. Bu- okay, bullshit. And because you know, you're hanging out with a person and they're annoying as fuck and they're rude and they're poopy and you're like, it's okay. You start rubbing on their head. No, Your mommy not. was hard on you. <laughs> 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 like you know oh I mean, you took too many to shots be, so was it because of your no, daddy like come I on i was trying to be understanding it definitely based upon setting tone you know i'm a very observational detail oriented yeah you are so. you are to a point i just feel like you give people the benefit of the doubt way too much i mean and i probably have and again in life things change people change and there's a learning experience and a life lesson and for you but not everyone not everyone gives a fuck about life experience nor do they learn like some people literally will go burn their hand every fucking day and be like this is just how my life is no you are allowing the same thing to happen and not realizing it's insanity I will have to disagree. Uh, I think eventually, and this is maybe once just there's no more a, skin on the hand. I mean, pretty much, you have to learn some type of way. People learn harder than others. Uh, what is it? A what Nipsey a, said. A hard head is a soft head. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good Southern term you mentioned there, Shouty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I just really, I guess, I need to start applying that psychological term to people with issues. Which is what a heart is. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. How you said I apply the psychological learnings and their upbringing. <laughs> I mean, and that's just the opening barrier of me giving people the benefit of the doubt. But sometimes you cannot continue to give people too much the benefit of the doubt because then they will take advantage of you. Then they will try to use and abuse you. How, and then they end up hurting you. How do and you so, know when somebody is going too far to to, to where they're, they're using you? Because I've... I've Made a, a podcast episode on when the, when the nice guy, uh, when being the nice guy is is, is not enough, mm-hmm. um, or too much. You know, you can't just keep giving people passes because at one point you're gonna be like, listen. Yeah, I think when it makes you feel some type of way. Okay. The the immediate emotion and when you feel like, is this thing playing me? Am I am I tripping? Am I easy? That small inkling is your intuition telling you. Your gut feeling, hey, look, something isn't right. And then, and then, do you have a conversation immediately and be like, "Listen, you're like," because my brain, I'm like, "Okay, now your friend is becoming an enemy because you know those things aggravate me. You know how I move." Because in order to be put in a friend category, that's not that's not a very not everyone gets to come into that pool. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be an associate, you could be an acquaintance, you could be cool, but to be considered a friend, someone you mm-hmm. call on the phone, tell everything to, you talk about mm-hmm. everything to, when they become an enemy, that's like a huge shift to the right. Mm-hmm. Like, you now have to have that conversation. Like, listen, you really push my buttons. You crossed mm-hmm. the line. Like, that's how far it goes. Am I right? Uh, In reference to that small inkling? Or? Yeah, like, in reference to that small inkling and, like, Talking to them and letting them know, like, yo, it's a wrap for you. Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, some people don't deserve that conversation because the hurt and the disrespect is so there, so much there. You just, you know, you're over, keep saying it, you know, or it's right there in your face. And 
you have to decide to play with cards that dealt to you and are you gonna stay there knowing what everything is on the table? That doesn't make any sense. And I, I agree. I I think at most points when your friends become enemies, it's either what are you gonna do about it? Are you gonna keep letting them get away with it? Are you gonna park them? Um and remember like you like this something I guess I would take away is think about the person, think about how they grew up, which I'm I'm still gonna work on that, like where they come from. Um, I think sometimes people let their emotions dictate their actions mm-hmm. to when they know that they're wrong and you feel some sort of way. I'm the type of person that um, if you're a friend, especially an acquaintance on the outside, like I shouldn't, I'll tell you, but if you don't listen, I'll just disappear, I'll ghost. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me is because I don't like confrontation. It gives me a chance to think mm-hmm. over what I want to do and what I want to say. And sometimes I may never talk to you again because I don't feel like I should have to explain mm-hmm. what you did that caused me to feel a certain way to, to kind of bounce. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people do make those moves irrationally and cause someone to do the distant peace out as a friend. Mm-hmm. And then they get upset because you didn't give them that reaction that, that, oh, well, this is what you did to me. Sometimes I just don't. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend um, that was cool. I thought she was dope. And uh, I would watch her manipulate and use other females mm-hmm. and be like, look, I'm going to ask this girl to um, buy me a plane ticket. I'm going to ask this girl to do this. And you would watch her, and the girls would do it. And she had no intentions of going. Mm-hmm. She would just see if they how far they would go, and right before the date, she would cancel. Mm-hmm. And it was hurting people. And then when they would disappear on her, she got annoyed, and I just stopped talking to her as a friend. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why do you stop talking to me? Like, what happened? I'm like, because the way you treat people. Like, it didn't have a direct correlation or effect to me in reference, but it bothered me that you would treat someone so shitty, Mm. you know? And you are the company you keep, and for me, it just, those values and the way she worked just was not cool. And that just goes back to what I was saying earlier, is that small increment, is that feeling, and when you have that emotion, whether it's projected on you or someone else, it's the value of what you have for yourself. Yeah. And... It goes back to the fighting and the, you know, discourse in public. No one. Would you ever have a love and hip hop moment? Well, first of all, I don't even really see myself on love and hip hop. No, not not like on like. Oh. Would you ever have a love and hip hop moment? Like, mm. I picture you as like like the fight between Amara La Negra and um, what's her name? Uh, Prima Donna. Prima Donna was just she likes to push buttons. She thought it was cute to push buttons they were friends that mm-hmm. became enemies because the information they were was given. friends they were definitely associates and that's what you have to but why but if you're if you're a friend if, that's not but, a friend okay so why would friend. why would an associate come tell you some shit about your man to be messy like an associate doesn't have your best interest at heart you They're think, trying to get to know you. You so. don't think that, that that's the friend move that come and try to be like yo your man is doing some shady shit and you're like, what? No, because the information you gave me was irrelevant. And none of your business, quite frankly. Yeah. And, and the way you pulled it off was, shady. again, obnoxious and rude and something that I would not want in a friend. And like you said, it's the company you keep. It's like your friends are the reflection of who you are. Yeah. You know, and I don't want somebody around me who's... And, and I'm going to tell you, I've seen you move around your best friend. Would you consider... 
would you consider, you know who I'm talking about, would you consider that your best friend? Who is that, Simon? Yeah. I'm really, I would, I would like to say so, but has that conversation came about? Do I feel comfortable saying that? I'm really a introverted person. I feel like saying that that's my best friend is like saying I love you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think we've said that already. So then it's yeah. kind of like, I don't know. It's just that I'm, will connect a stronger bond than. than the, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. that's the thing is like, I have two best friends that I can think of on my hand. And um, I don't have to talk to them every day. I talk to them like literally carry once in a blue moon. And then when we talk, it's like no one's like never left off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely say Lena because she's just a nutcase like me. Mm-hmm. But if they became enemies, that would be so hard for me mm-hmm. because they know so much about me. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just that'll be hurtful. Like, I don't even know how that would happen. That would have to be some dangerous shit that happened to make your friend become an enemy. But I think just seeing when you know you have a good friend in somebody, and it, and and I hope that didn't come off like crazy because there's a lot of people in my life that I consider amazing friends, but best friends are people that you know you laid up all night and told secrets to and that had your back when you was crying and when you're going through things that you just couldn't tell anyone else. Like, that's a true best friend. Do I have close friends? Yes, that have been there through my divorce and all that stuff. But best friends have been there through everything. Not everything, everything. Have you ever had ex-best friends where you went through everything and had those stories and intimate relations? Not sexually, but Mm -hmm. just conversation-wise and memories and then... They are not friends anymore. Um. Yeah, I had one friend that we were friends through high school and everything, and she had kids and all that. Sometimes she still watch my story. She's married. Like that was my that was my homie. Mm-hmm. But our lives are so different. She has three kids and a husband, and I'm not in that place. You know what I'm saying? Her kids are almost like sixteen, seventeen. You know, it, it's something we don't align with. You know, my two friends are living a similar lifestyle. They're still young and flourishing and they're career-driven. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little bit different than having a best friend. Now, did she become an enemy? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm one of those really weird friends. I'll be around and you'll see me and you could text me and I'll see it and forget to respond. And I, I'm. it's not a negative thing, but real friends who know me know that that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, they know it's not a Is shady thing. Is your read receipt on? No. Because I get so sidetracked. I might I might be half asleep on the couch and then see your text and fall asleep, or I may be in a session and see and then it. And what about the next day? If But I get so many texts, it may get filtered underneath because I'll open it so it won't show that it's unread. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, oh, damn. I ain't even respond to you, ooh, but then I'll call them and let them know. Okay, because that, that was my next question. Then I would have been like, that would have been a few excuses because people go through it, their phone at one point maybe. Yeah, I'll go through and be and like, then damn, long time, I'm like, if, it, if I haven't responded after a long time, because I kind of go through the same thing too, but if I haven't responded in a long time, I'll just FaceTime call. And be like, hey, what you doing? And then I'll make up for all the text messages I missed. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just wanted to at least, you know, I'm glad you came on. So the show, all right. I'm gonna always try to draw it in with in conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you don't have a lot of friends that became enemies. Um, I never said that. Uh, for like all the questions that were they were hypothetical, they weren't personal. Okay. And personally, I mean, when you were having a conversation, I was just thinking about all my friends, not necessarily enemy, but I did have one friend that turned into an enemy. But again, I don't like the connotation enemy, but she stole from me and I should have whooped her ass. That was one instance that I should have whooped her ass. But do you feel better you didn't cause physical harm? To the some youngin. days and then some days I don't. Cause what Ari said on her, if you if you all don't follow follow Ari Lennox on Instagram, if you don't know who she is, let me know. I will post. Uh, just hit me in the DM because she made a comment, not the one I got out of there so fast, not that one, okay. but the one where she was talking about some women, some people deserve an ass whooping to learn. Some yeah. people just deserve an ass whooping that yeah. they never got. To learn what you do and don't do. Sometimes you see people on TV that are just push, you know, Instagram or YouTube, and you be like, they deserve that smack in the face mm-hmm. because they just go way too far. I agree. I feel like my situation was I was being too lenient. Again, the boundary of background information I was giving too much of the benefit of the doubt, and I probably shouldn't hand out that ass woman. But in other days. I'm Michelle Obama, and when they go low, we go high. In conclusion, that's going to be the end. That was awesome. Deej, uh, tell people how they can follow you. Um, You guys can follow my beauty page via my beauty brand at Pretty Minds Makeup. It's spelled how I just said it, Pretty Minds Makeup. And do you have any um, 10% off specials for anyone who wants to get their makeup done? For listening to this podcast, make it to the end. Yes, if you made it to the end, there's a 25% off discount via my style seat only. Again, everything is at Pretty Minds Makeup. Uh, type in the notes, 25% off podcast episode one. And if you if you missed that, just DM me and I will um, put that up on the uh, send that to you. Also, will uh, make sure to put that link um, on my website. You can find my podcast um, on Apple Podcasts, Just Real Talk, or you can find it on my website, djladyb.com. Click on podcast episode one, season two. This is Just Real Talk. Cue the outro music now.